You are listening to the 10 Minute Entrepreneur Podcast with host Sean Castrina. Today's going to be a great podcast. I have a company founder and I have an author and you know that's when I get both of those I can really, you know, we, I can bring some great value to you, um, my entrepreneurial audience. I have Zach Ratner with me here today. He's the founder of Yembo. AI in the book, Grow Up Fast, Lessons from an AI Startup. And since I know nothing about AI other than the movie Terminator, I'm going to learn something today. Zach, it's great to have you on the podcast. Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. I build my businesses around AI in that I'm I my philosophy is just like Amazon. I don't want to compete with Amazon, AI, or software. Mm-hmm. Like that's my rule because I don't understand them enough. So all my business are, are are built around human capacity and this type of stuff that we do. I'm like, once a human, once AI can do it, we're obsolete. <laughs> like the entire Terminator <laughs> game is over. What, what once I see, you know, an AI robot climb onto my roof and put solar sh- solar panels down, <laughs> we're screwed. We we've got far bigger issues to worry about. So to tell me, what is your fascination with AI? So the thing that I find really fascinating about AI is that it democratizes things that used to be really time intensive and really complicated. And so um, bring that to me in a twelve-year-old English. Democratize, love the word, but explain it. Sure. To my so think about things that you would like to do that you can't because it just takes so much work. And what if that becomes possible now? So in with the Yembo product, we sell to moving companies. And movers typically need to write down every little detail when you're moving around how many boxes do you need? What furniture items do you have? And it's a big problem in that industry when the quotes are not accurate, because then you send the wrong size truck, you don't send the right equipment, just lots of problems come. And the reason it's so hard to be accurate is the uh, just complexity of what you need to identify. So with our software, which uses computer vision and AI technology to to do that pre-move survey, we actually give you the pictures of each item in the move. And that's the key part that um, when we show it to prospective clients, like a common feedback point is, oh my gosh, who has the time to do that? To like go through a picture and note down um, an item for every single item in your home. Typical move has maybe two, 300 different items. And to be able to actually see the pictures of each thing helps you prepare. It helps settle any potential discrepancies around what's included. And this isn't like AI replacing a human. This is AI providing something new that would have just been economically infeasible beforehand. I don't think anyone has the time to walk around your house and take uh, 300 photos of each item. No, I agree. I mean, to me, I would I would compare it to somebody working at a toll booth. Mm-hmm. Like if I and we can, you know what I mean? I mean, if sure. ever it could be done, there there's your here's your sign, you know, where somebody could 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 obviously do, you know, they could figure that out and they have, you know, where, you know, where they're just making it to where you've always had a human being doing it. And now that you, you don't have a human being doing it. No, it, it, it fascinates me. Um, you know, obviously a little scary in that because I, I, my feeling always is, is if we're doing this much with it, somebody smarter than us or eviler than us <laughs> has got a far greater, you know, they're, they're 10 miles down the road on this. Yeah, but I think the I'm generally an optimist, uh, and, and I am this I too. Feel, I'm the yeah. I'm the I'm an I just want to preface that I'm a yes, super sure. <laughs> positive, optimistic guy. But that's always my 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 fear. 
Yeah. And I think it's important to understand how the technology works and put in safeguards. Um, what I see um, in the computer vision space with, with Yembo and other kind of similar industries is we don't provide tools to replace what the person is doing. We provide tools to make it go faster. There are things that the AI does really well, like all these uh, books behind me. I can estimate how many cartons it's going to take to pack that. I would argue that most people don't particularly enjoy that aspect of their job. Talking to somebody and saying how many boxes agree. will go in. Building Completely. rapport with the, the customer. Exactly. Yeah, the so Monday, if you look I at see that. If you look at the human work involved in doing the in the pre-sales process, it's it's not just estimating. Um, there's a sales element to it. And if somebody's able to do two, three, four times as many estimates in a day because the AI is doing the mundane parts, I would say it's a win overall. Absolutely. Also, if you pull customers, they don't particularly like being asked how many boxes will your will your living room go in. And I feel like that's where um, I'm personally interested in building out this technology. It's where you can let the human shine at the areas that humans are uniquely good at. I don't know um, that many AI algorithms that are great at building rapport with people. Um, yeah, no, but I, you I, take away the tedious parts. No, and, and we and we do the same thing in that, uh, like looking at a roof and a solar, mm -hmm. where there would have been a time you'd have gone out there and climbed up on a ladder, and now <laughs> you don't have to do that. And so what it does is it allows the human aspect for us to explain what AI provided. Mm -hmm. you, you know, we, we can humanize it, make it, you know, in, into a sales pitch, but we don't have to go out to every single job, climb on it. You know, we can, you know, you know, with technology, you can, you know, it, it, that whole pro, as you would say, the mundane, the things that we don't want to do, sometimes the thing that's not so safe. Exactly. Yeah, I think AI is great at mundane things. It's great at um, tedious processes that are error prone, like sifting through large amounts of data. It's great at things that you mentioned are, are unsafe. And I feel like those are areas that are worth spending time on as, as engineers and as builders. Um, because AI doesn't just magically crop up. Um, somebody has to go decide to build it. And I feel like you can shape the world that you want to live in by choosing to use engineering skills to focus on building things that um, make life better as opposed to worse. No, I, um, I, I feel like Terminator didn't really help um, in terms of public Well, he perception. came back and was a good guy there towards the end. So he, yeah, he, he was a good guy at the end. The first one, not so good. And but <laughs> but but the concept of that. Uh, so your and there was quite some time in between those two points. About where, twenty uh, years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about twenty years. So the book is "Grow Up Fast: Lessons from an AI Startup." All right, give us a few lessons that you learned, you know, in your, you know, your entrepreneurship journey within AI. Sure. So this is a book about the lessons that I've learned in the past uh, seven years of running Yembo. And I think one of the big ones that we kind of touched on is the technology is a conduit. It's a means to an end. Um, so it's easy to, I think, get distracted as a technical person to want to just build the latest and greatest. Um, but if you log into Yembo and you look at the user interface, there's soft blue colors, there's rounded corners. Like we had to actually go all the way down to the design system and build something that didn't look like Terminator to make it inviting and make it open. Um, because we knew what we were doing was going to be a helper to people. It would make them more efficient at what they're able to do and provide a better output than if they didn't have AI. But there's that initial hurdle that you have to get over in terms of perception. And if the person's concerned that the software is going to take their job away, then you have an adoption problem. So um, technology problems are humanities problems and understanding where the customer is coming from, what they would like to achieve, what their fears are is super paramount in anything that you start.
think that's a big what, lesson number one. What companies would you say that are probably would be, you know, in small businesses would be wise to use AI where there's just so many areas, you know, that's, that's, let me word this right. Where, where small businesses that should be using it, that are probably have no idea that they can use it and it wouldn't be as hard to use as they think, but they're missing an opportunity. Like four questions rolled into one there. Sure. I think a general workflow that's usually able to be expedited with AI is something that's routine that um, you probably as a business owner um, or an employee at a small company probably don't particularly enjoy doing. Um, I had a friend take uh, bank statements, upload them into ChatGPT and say, what recurring subscriptions do I have? Is there anything I can cancel if I want to get my budget down? I mean, like going through your- oh, I uh, love that. Banking. I just had somebody do that. I know I just hadn't saved a fortune. I had a $500 auto pay that was coming out every month that I did not even, too many auto pays. Um, but no, you're, exactly. you're so so correct though. Yeah, and I think uh, brainstorming is also a pretty good one. I mean, if you look at these like AI-generated images and AI-generated text, like it usually makes mistakes. Sometimes people have like three front teeth and seven fingers. So I think there's still some work to do before we're in a future where we're even thinking about, um, hey, AI, like go make me a go-to-market campaign. But if you want 10 different ideas for a headline, if you want to role play with it, um, I've seen in uh, the entrepreneurial landscape, a lot of times I'm in a situation I've never been in before. I'm an engineer by training, but I had to be the first person at a trade show because we didn't have a sales team yet. Um, so I found tools like Claude or ChatGPT are pretty helpful in that you can get that like um, beginner's work um, with a AI. And maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it's not as good as like a real coach, but you can run through different scenarios. You can say, here's the product that I'm selling. Here's the thing I'm exhibiting at. Ask me some questions that like a prospective buyer might want to ask me. And then I'm using it to kind of like prepare myself. Um, in a little bit of a meta way in this podcast, I, uh, I was able to run some of your previous episodes through, summarize it. And I don't have time to watch 100 episodes yeah. or 50 episodes, but like you can kind of watch a couple and then get a sense of um, these much longer term things and ask like, what are common themes that come up? So these kinds of things that there's just not enough hours in a day to do otherwise, I would say good candidate for AI. And Yembo, do you guys just work within that moving space? Or are you going to expand out? Kind of what's the long-term entrepreneurial ambition you have? Sure. We're heading for all home services. Um, if you look at all these different markets where somebody comes into your home, we get plumbing, painting, property yeah. insurance. Um, there's an, a trained expert who's usually time poor and who needs to come and they have some expertise. You can't just take like a random person and have them estimate correctly. Those are like the, the key ingredients. So we did more recently launch um, a product in the property insurance space. It's a very similar workflow, but instead of estimating like how many cardboard boxes to pack it up. It's more about um, getting the right premiums on your policies and things like that. So I can all see home what, services is what we're working on. <laughs> yeah, no, I could see, I mean, I could just effortlessly see windows, siding, mm -hmm. roofing, and flooring. Like, I, like exactly, to me, yeah. I could see that in like two, two you know, and like so quickly done because who who wants to measure those things? You know, I mean, exactly. exactly. Especially roofs. Roofs are very dangerous to get. Exactly. Upon. That's why, thankfully, you can you you know you can do it from space now with the you know with different things <laughs> that they have out there, which is amazing. I, I'm a you know things. Some things they intimidate me because I don't understand them, but in mm -hmm. the end, I always seem to find out that they work for good. I'm the guy who didn't want to 
get rid of my razor phone 20 years ago i look back at that it's so funny i guarded that phone it didn't matter they kept that iphone was there everybody was doing it i'm like I'm, i got my little razor i'm thinking this is the greatest thing in the world i look back at how silly that was you know but you I mean, once you get quick at the t9 typing it's it's hard to step away it is you know you look at so many things and you're like you know this is this is crazy and now i'm you know, not too many feet away in one of my rooms, I have a, a golf simulator room built. I, you know, I, I don't even have to go to the driving range anymore. So technology is great. I have Zach Ratner with me here today. He's the author of Grow Up Fast Lessons from an AI Startup. Let me ask you this. And, and, you know, you started a company. What was the one thing you wish you would have known when you got started that you've learned now? There's so many, so many yeah. lessons. I think if I had to boil it down to one big one, it would be to not delegate too quickly. I think it's very easy. Um, if you read a lot of internet advice, yeah. talk to a lot of founders. Um, if you, the flip side of the problem happens a lot where people have a hard time letting go and they don't delegate. But in the early days, um, my co-founder and I, we didn't try, even try to hire an outside salesperson to join our team um, until we did the first million in revenue ourselves. So I wanted to have the objections myself so I could understand what are the deficiencies in the product. Because I just knew we started it off as brand new. It's going to have issues. And I want to hear them myself so we don't have to play telephone and have a blame game, all that kind of stuff. That That is great advice because there are things that you can delegate. You know, they can. It's I, I would say mm -hmm. everything $20, $30 an hour and less yep. that you could get. <laughs> some, you know, secretary and things like that. But you're right about the, you're so right about the sales part of it. Because there's no way that you can properly find, A, the right personality who would fit selling your product. I mean, what people don't mm -hmm. understand, you know, I own a digital marketing company as well. The personality type for that, as opposed to a person who's selling flooring, as opposed to a person who's selling, you know, financial services, it's completely different. And so, you know, when you're interviewing and you've actually done sales for, you know, a while, you'd be like, no, that person's, you know, too yappy, mm -hmm. doesn't listen. Yep. You know what I mean? Or you'll do the opposite. Now that person just doesn't close, you know, too right. much information and no closing. I need somebody with a little bit more tenaciousness in there. So, so I like that because I, I do think you need to understand your business to some degree, or if not, you're going to be helpless. There's going to be something that happens where you're going to be helpless. Exactly. And, and it's going yeah. to put you in a very vulnerable situation. And and so, no, I, I, I absolutely yeah, agree I think with that. that. I think the part we generally landed on is when something's new, you usually want to try to do it yourself. Now, there are exceptions like yeah. um, legal work, for example, like we yeah, use yeah. a law firm. You don't try to do that yourself. But your first few sales, your first few events, um, Bill starting Gates a new product. Yeah, I mean, Bill Gates, yep. Steve Jobs, they all, you know. And I think it really also awesome. makes you a better manager, too, is then when you do delegate and you have someone who's working, you know, like the practical things that can come up, like the details don't really elude you. And you're maybe not being the person who's actually doing the task anymore, but you kind of can empathize what they're up against and you can be a better helper and a better unblocker. So I generally prefer like, don't take it on forever. Like there is an exit ramp and opportunity cost if you never pass it along, but definitely start learning out, learning these new things yourself because there's just too much ambiguity. It's hard to outsource and have it done correctly. I think that's great advice. Uh, that's Zach Ratner with us today. He's the author of Grow Up Fast Lessons from an AI Startup. And we just got some advice on, hey, what's the one thing, you know, when you first got started that you that's critical to know? And 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 I, I really want to beat down on what he said, because it's so true, is that 
our tendency is to to try, you know, we hear it all the time, you know, and and I understand it, the e-myth, you know, work on your business, not in your business. Well, I think the first two years work in your business. Exactly. Understand it. And then there'll be a point where you'll naturally evolve out of it because you can hire people to do what you do. But if you don't understand it, how do you hire them? See, that's where I where I really like what you're saying. And I've learned this personally. You cannot sit across the table from someone if you don't have a general idea of that position. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I mean, I just how do you know what you know, what you're looking for and and whether they even know what it is. Cause I've done that before where I've hired people for something I didn't know anything about. And I'm going to let you know, none of those stories are really good. Every one of them cost me a lot of money. Right. Yeah. Cause I think when things aren't going according to plan, you don't, I've also made similar mistakes. That's yeah. why I can speak from experience, but things end up not going according to plan. And then because I'm too removed from the situation, I can't course correct. Cause I don't really know. I don't have like a ground truth. I don't know which way's up. So I get excuses and that's like the only signal I have. I can't, I can't um, counterbalance. I can't work productively. So it's um, again, I think it's, it's not trying to be an expert in everything because you can't people have personalities, they have skill sets, but I think like you want to get good ish, maybe like 80% yeah. good, take a couple hours to learn how it works and like be good enough. But I think you have to be able to understand how the soup was made. Like mm-hmm. if that's your business, you don't need to know every little part of it, but you need to kind of know these are the key key components of it. And, and you know, I you know, you you can only delegate, but so much. And I tell, listen, on this podcast, you've heard me say I delegate a bowel movement if I thought somebody come mm-hmm. up behind me and finish up okay with me. You, you know what I'm saying? I would delegate. I love delegating, but there are certain things in my business that I won't because I mm-hmm. want to understand the moving pieces. So when the moving pieces aren't moving the way I want them to, I can tell, I, I can see trends that aren't right. I, you know, and I'm just like, now that's not right. I, I mm-hmm. again, I, I own, I understand 80% of it. That something's not right there. So I, I think that was great advice. Zach, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can my audience connect with you and your book and things of that nature? Sure. Thanks, Sean. So I'm on LinkedIn, Zach Ratner, R-A-T-T-N-E-R. And the book, you can go to growupfastbook.com. You can learn more information about it there. I wanted to have a, a, a subject that we've actually not talked about on this podcast yet. AI, we talked about darn near everything, but I don't. Uh, he's the first one who came across like an AI expert. So I wanted to bring him on. And I'm glad I, I did. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's brought to you by Gig Strategic. As you know, I think they're the best small business digital marketing company on the planet because they've worked with my companies and I've seen the results. Thank you so much for listening. Reach out to them at gigstrategic.com and we'll talk again soon.